G'day everyone, welcome to For the Love of Brick, a fortnightly podcast where I talk to people from all over the world about their love of Lego. This week I chat to Loretta Sanford from the United Network of Lego Enthusiasts in Senior Housing, or Unleash. Unleash is such a great program that lets older citizens who may never have enjoyed Lego as a child or adult finally get their hands on some of the fun little bricks we all love. And boy do they have fun with it. Loretta shares how she started Unleash and what keeps it going. And along the way, I learn a thing or two, like the 4 to 99 on the box should definitely be embraced. We also chat about the unhelpful assumptions that face the older adults, like, you know, they wouldn't have the dexterity or, you know, they're too old. Well, they're not. So before I give away too much of the episode, why don't you just sit back and relax and enjoy today's episode of For the Love of Brick. Hello, Loretta. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. Um, for the people out there that don't know of you or Unleash, uh, could you tell me a little bit about it? Sure. So my name's Loretta Sanford and Unleash stands for United Network of Lego Enthusiasts at Senior Housing. So it's a great big long acronym <laughs> um, designed, it's basically a Lego user group designed for senior citizens. So people kind of, you know, 60 years and older. Um, and specifically okay. we try to get it um, in, in like community settings to make it a little bit easier to, you know, join and meet and that type of thing. So. Oh, okay. So um, do you go to nursing homes or is it like a meetup? Yeah, we actually, there's both. So there's what's called, um, we have senior housing, which can be a combination of independent living. So seniors in their own apartments. Um, yeah. And, but, you know, the housing unit is designed specifically for senior citizens. So it's just, sometimes it's low income housing. Sometimes it has assisted living connected with it you know, or like that type of nursing home facility type of thing associated with it. So it's kind of that you can, senior housing can include everything from, you know, some assisted living to independent living to, you know, real care facilities. So that's kind of why we grouped it kind of all together. Oh, okay. And how did it come about? Like what, what got you into it? Yeah, it's really, it's, I'm really fortunate in that I grew up with a lot of um, elderly relatives that lived near me. So my great grandmother lived across the street, my great aunt, my great uncle, my grandparents. So I kind of lived in this like neighborhood where that was all part of your community or your sense of family. And so I've always had this kind of soft spot for like, talking and spending time and it's a little different when even like when a kid is talking to a senior citizen uh, they're both at the stage in their lives where they have a little less a little more time than yep. um you know than the people who are in the middle of busy of everything like a parent and trying to do everything and and cook and do all this stuff so i've always had that type of relationship and connection so 
when I started doing work, um, I started doing work with volunteering with a group of different people and um, they asked me you know to put some programs together for um, some community housing and so I had put stuff together for the kids um, because I've done you know a bunch of kid programs and that type of thing and um, you know one of the groups that tended to be missing stuff or just had the same same old same old was the senior housing yeah and I said there's no reason why the stuff that you're doing with kids cannot if you adapt it cannot be done with the adults and I said especially you know out of all the things that you know the most successful programs that you know I had done for kids were doing working with Legos because you know or Lego bricks so you could just be able to it just has that universal appeal, like people who can create feel like creating people who, you know, like to take the time alone and go really specifically pattern by pattern or instructions by instructions. You know, it appeals to both sides. It just brings people together. And, you know, I had seen these, you know, his kids group, there's one they were like, you know, I wanted to try to limit it so I could have enough, like, you know, pieces for them to take home. And yep. I went to this one facility and they were like, we just couldn't stop. There were 56 kids in the, in the room, like ready to do this in, um, in the middle of the city. And I'm like, okay, so like we're, you know, dumping, you know, bricks, loose bricks on the table and seeing what kids could do. And what was so interesting is you get this six foot, you know, 16 year old kid next to this like six year old kid and they're working together. And like, Ah. this doesn't happen anywhere else in, you know, in these type of communities, it's kind of that neutralizer. So I started saying, you know, let's do it. Let's try a program with the seniors and see how they like it. And I did it actually as a multi-generational piece. So we had the kids and the seniors together. Yep, that's And then yep. it's, yeah, and, and that worked out really well. Um, but when I started saying, okay, I really wanna focus this in to, um, to really help seniors because their appreciation for it was even more than the kids because oh. they never had anything they never had anything like it. And to them, it was like brand new. This is really cool. Like I've never done this before. And like what, like, um, you know, this one group, they just got this ferocious appetite for Legos. It's like, when can we do it next? And I'm like, okay, like, you know, we start out with this little like poly bag or this little, you know, maybe, you know, I'm gonna say like less than a hundred piece set. And I am not exaggerating um, by within so many months, they literally did the Ewok village. Like that was it. (laughs) Yeah. So like, it's like, give me whatever, what sets can you have? What do you have this big that I can do and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, we've got to figure out how to, how to get this, um, how to get this um, so that it's sustainable and that people hear about it and that there's, you know, that this kind of group or group setting of working with seniors is, 
um, you know, just takes off because it's something that like nobody, you know, that I could see there's very few people that are doing this and the people that are doing this don't, um, you know, there's not a lot of data out there. So uh, in my mind, I was like, let's, let's look at this seriously. Let's dedicate a Lego users group specifically to seniors yeah. and let's start collecting all the data and seeing how this goes. Let's get that 99. <laughs> yeah, it says <laughs> 99. It says 99. So yeah. we can, we can go there. So yeah. Yeah. And, and do, do yourself and the volunteers, um, yep. do you just have like a set amount of bricks? You, do you just take to each um, facility or is it you, yeah. you get it and then you go, this is yours. You can display it on your shelves at the end of like, how does it, because it could get real expensive real quick. <laughs> it can, it can. So there's, um, you know, there's the aspect of, you need to figure out when you go, like what you want to have and how many people you can have. And, you know, like, what's the limit? Because, you know, I tried to, I think we ended up having kind of a limit of around 24 or so to say, you know, in a group when we went, because then we could also help somebody, you know, like if they got frustrated or I don't understand this part, we, we could have that kind of one-on-one -on -one attention. But what we usually start with is like something simple, like a, a poly bag. Yep. So one of the ones that I started, um, I started this, what we called a pilot program. And the pilot program um, was designed to just like collect data from groups that really hadn't done this before. And we looked, you know, we asked for basically volunteer senior housings. I work with a group called the New England Resident Service Coordinators, which are basically the people who organize um, you know, services for residents in, in the New England area. So I had known them and had worked with them. And so I put out to say, here's an application. You know, it's not gonna cost you anything because I got, I literally uh, saved up enough funding, like a couple of thousand dollars to buy Legos enough to get this piece out of there. So I was like, I can do it, let's, let's kick this off. And, and it worked out really well, but we, you have to start with something that's reasonable. So we did this friend's flower and it was basically, uh, you know, one of the flowers in a pot and it was a poly bag. And I literally bought out New England. Like there was <laughs> not a store left that had one of these things in here. I just went in and it's like, okay. So <laughs> And that particular one, I know with seniors, it was um, pretty popular because it could be displayed all year long. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing to have to say, okay, we're going we're gonna to put that up there. So that's what I used for the pilot program. A long time ago, they used to have like a holiday, um, I don't know what they called it, but it was like a cup. And it was basically before kind of the brickheads came out, but it was basically, you can make a square Santa or you can make this. So like, I, do you remember what I'm talking about? I, I've, I've heard of See? it. Uh, like, 
I yeah. can't sort of picture it, but yeah. Yeah, but it, it basically came in the, like a small pick-a-brick cup. It came in that, and you like would buy the thing with all the pieces, and then it had instructions. So, ah. um, so I had done the like Santa, but any of those like small builds that you can get, kind of like a mini build instruction or some of the little boxes or poly bags. It's a good way to get them started, and then you can start um, bringing in kind of loose bricks, which like a Legos user group can get, you know, some bulk orders of different yep. things. So, so that's kind of how we got started into it so that we could, you know, be able to afford to say, this is what we're going to do and then start building, building up after that. And is it sort of a lot more popular than bingo? Well, the thing about bingo is bingo is competitive. And one of the key reasons also why I wanted to do this program was to have programs where um, it was positive. So yeah. we had seen there's a lot of bullying in senior housing and people don't expect that or don't, you know, yeah. don't recognize that that could happen. But, you know, people that were bully as kids and bully as you know adults they go into senior housing and they continue to bully yeah and you know they they try to control the activities so they literally sit so that they look at the person coming in the door and give them dirty looks so to make them feel not welcome yeah you know, it's just not it's not a nice thing and granted it's only you know maybe five percent of the people or you know five percent that you have that but when they have it it's it becomes um it becomes very discouraging for people new people and for people to participate in activities yeah. and we've seen it you know even when people like say they sign up for an activity like some of the bullies will cross out people's names that they don't that they don't like up on a sign-up sheet so I, knowing that this bullying was happen, I literally said, I want to use this almost as an anti-bullying program. Yep. So, because if you know, if you know how to manage bingo and everybody does, you know, it's been something that's in there for so long, um, the bullies can kind of take over their set seats, who their henchmen are, like kind of around them, you know, how they have it. They might sweet talk somebody into this or that where Lego building projects, they had no idea about. So they didn't know how to kind of manipulate the room <laughs> or all that other stuff. And I specifically, every room I went into, I changed the tables around, I changed the chairs around. Uh -huh. So there was no kind of like, you know, like assigned seat, like where to sit and do all these other things so that it threw, it threw a whole new dynamic into it and because I knew kind of the techniques or the bullying behaviors and what would happen I could stop it right away so that this always stayed as something positive and something that was not controlled by you know one or two people in a group which can happen yep. with bingo so that's that's kind of my uh my bingo aspect of it's so much better because it isn't that competitive it's kind of that 
back, you know, this old, you know, this, you know, different places have it, but like this old barn building where a community gets together or this old quilt making, you know, yeah. where people get together and do that. So I wanted to kind of have that, that type of feel to it instead of, you know, instead of one against the other. And um, how do they go with like the dexterity and so forth? Like, does it? Yeah. So this is um, one of the things that I was trying to do um, that I am doing with the pilot program was getting rid of the stereotypes and that people had as to why seniors wouldn't, why Legos and senior citizens wouldn't work together. Yep. And one of the things that they would say is the pieces are too small. They, you know, they can't do it. They have, you know, arthritis or this or that. And, you know, I can, uh, you know, and I have all the data to back this up is basically they can, Yeah. you know, like we underestimate children, we underestimate adults. Like, so the toughest pieces for anybody is when you have kind of like a one by one plate or a one by one, you know, tile or something like that. So I literally give everybody a pencil, you know, a fresh pencil with an eraser so that when they go to push, instead of trying to push with your fingers down or maneuver it in, you just use a pencil eraser and that gets that piece in. And that works really well for that type of thing. Um, So it's about taking more time. Like I've had people who have this, um, what's called neuropathy. So they don't have the sensation in their fingers as much anymore. So it's hard to pick up pieces or hard to put it down, but it's just takes more time. Yeah. Same with arthritis. Like, you know, I could show you they had this beautiful woman and her hands, like all her knuckles. She's so arthritic hands, but she loved it. Like it was almost like a physical therapy for her to be able to do you know, practice and build up her skills on that. And that's one of the key pieces that I wanted with, with this, you know, Lego building program was that, you know, you build the, both the cognitive wellness so that you're learning new skills and you're doing stuff. Plus that keeping that physical, um, that physical, you know, dexterity, if you don't practice it, you don't, you know, if you don't keep doing it, you don't, you tend to lose it. So um, we had this beautiful woman. Her name is Aurora. And she, yeah, isn't it? She's a lovely person. She fits her name perfectly. And she was in this senior housing group in independent living in Lowell, Massachusetts. And she says, you know, I'm I'm visually impaired and, um, you know, my dexterity is impaired because I had a stroke. And so... And I said, you're doing just fine. Like it just takes longer, but she really liked doing it. And they built this whole Halloween scene that was displayed in the local mall, <laughs> you know, and they built little pieces of it, these little houses and this little things. And, you know, it was such a sense of pride for these, you know, groups of people that are basically in some people's cases, like written off, like, you know, their ability to create, you know, you get to a point, you know, I, I personally believe that Matt, Abraham Maslow was a genius and that how he talked about, you know, what people were motivated around a basic, you know, safety and security and a sense of belonging and, 
you know, you know, the whole self-esteem and then this, you know, kind of top of self-actualization of being the best that, you know, you can be and challenging yourself. And I think we all have that in us, like the thing like that. And when you get to a time where you might have more time on your hands because you're retired, the last thing you want to do is like, give all that up. Like, uh, wait, I got time to create now. And they never talk about like knitting being bad or they never talk about puzzles being bad for seniors. So it's just, they kind of twisted this. um, And when I say they, I'm just saying society as a whole hasn't really looked at seniors to say, these are the same type of dexterity issues that you would have. These are the same types of, you know, other things that you would you think is okay for a senior to do puzzles yeah which it's not okay for them to you know to build a lego set it's it's a three-dimensional puzzle yeah like that's it they just pigeonhole them well well, that's yeah everyone gets it's like this is what old people i've seen it in the movies they knit and they do yeah yeah and and, you know this is now the largest generation coming up because all the baby boomers are at this stage and they you know i think they call it the silver tsunami like there's going to be a lot of people and you know what what they can you know what they want and what they can do and what they've been exposed to is quite a bit more than you know people expect you know people expect of them so I, you know, that's kind of the reason why we, one of the reasons why we get started in this is to keep that kind of cognitive wellness, is to keep that, you know, dexterity. And it just brings, it has so many pieces from basically, you know, this sense of belonging that you're part of this group, that you have this self-esteem. Like, I cannot describe how wonderful it is when you see somebody say, like I, I built this, like, I am so proud of this. This one woman the other day, we were doing it actually by Zoom. And she says, I think I should get a Nobel prize for doing this. Like that's <laughs> how that's how proud she was of herself because they come into it thinking they can't do it. Like it's complicated or it's this or that. And, and that's good for a lot of aspects because if it was so simple, they wouldn't appreciate it as much. And I think, you know, I think that's, um, you know, even to put together like a little hundred piece set, you know, we give people a good hour and a half, two hours to put it together. Now, you know, if you're used to doing Legos, it could probably, you know, building sets, you could probably put it together in 15 minutes, but taking the time going through it and watching them explore Mm. like seeing it being created in front of your eyes as you're doing it is just you know I get to see that so many times for people doing it for the first time and it's just amazingly amazing to see and it's just a wonderful experience I was about to say it sort of becomes mindful building like you know like mindful eating you take your time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is this is a type of thing where a lot of seniors, uh, senior citizens, you know, people who are retired, they have more time. They yeah. have more time for hobbies where, you know, I, I wish I had more time <laughs> to do the building projects I want to do, but I, I, I really don't, you know. And so, you know, 
my my family will make fun of me saying, you know, I'm like, just stick me in the basement. You know, when I retire, stick me in the basement with my Legos and I'll be happy as I can be, you know, because I haven't had time to do all the stuff that I, I want to do. So you're talking about Zooming a session. So how has COVID affected you? Because I know in Australia, it went through the nursing homes like wildfire like that. We lost a lot of people yeah. because of it. Um, yeah. How are you guys handling it? How are they handling it? It's really hard. So what what we've been doing, I literally, you know, had this pilot program at, I think it's eight different senior housing in 2019. And in January, I was pulling the data, you know, the beginning of the year, and then we were going to start the second wave of it. And like, dead stop, like just nobody's going anywhere, nobody's doing anything, no programs are happening. And we looked at how can we do this by Zoom or how can we do this remotely? Yeah. And so my whole like pulling this data together was let's let's figure out what the best way to do it remotely is because one of the things is, you know, we've got to get the pieces there. So we've got to get you know, the sets there, we've got to get the instructions there. And, you know, one of the things if you're doing a group, they also have to be, even though they're living together, they have to be separated out, not necessarily thing, but they have to be wearing a mask and six feet apart. So, you know, you can have maybe two people at an eight foot table, which is what we what we've been doing. So I tried, we tried our first one, a couple of a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or so a couple of months ago and to see how that worked and so now we're going to try to figure out like from that what are some of the things we can do so I think what we're working on is having some of kind of the video pieces so that they can listen as opposed to doing instructions um you know doing instructions completely remotely so yeah You know, I was basically walking them through the instructions and, you know, they had what they call the, um, they had it on a big screen and then they had a Zoom bot where they could bring it around. It's like, you know, an iPad on a a little stand that they could bring around and show the different people. So that worked out really well. Um, But the hardest part was like when they asked a question, it was really hard for me to hear like what the question was. And there's a lot of people talking at, you know, once they're asking different things and they have masks on, so it's harder to hear. So the communication piece, we've got to figure out like what, you know, what kind of ground rules we have to put on, like when somebody has a question, almost going back to what we normally wouldn't do, but like, you know, kind of raise your hand and let's, let's try it this way. Or, um, you know, because they, they still get together and nobody can go in there except for staff. So I have a good relationship with the staff that exists there now. So um, I can send kind of these sets and say, um, let's, you know, let's just get a package together and, and bring it there so we can try how it goes. But then we don't want to get too crazy, like kind of that cost of shipping. So yeah, figuring out how to meet like with the with the staff to kind of transport, you know, trans. What's the word? Um, 
you know, transfer the, the yeah. pieces or information or that kind of thing and, and see what we can do. When I set up the pilot program, I actually left cases there of, you know, loose pieces so that they could, you know, explore while, while I wasn't there. So oh, that's cool. Um, so that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying it's to like, do. Do dodgy backdoor deals. <laughs> and you're like, dodgy it's in, it's in yeah, my boots. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't want to see what my trunk looks like with sometimes with uh, trying to bring it. I got these big cases, you know, to wheel in back and forth you know um <laughs> with, with lego bricks so have you got them on creator sets yet <laughs> i love creator sets so yeah i did actually have them on creator sets where you can build it three different ways and so yeah they they did that um that was a cool thing there's a lot of believe it or not a lot of the lego ideas um you know sets worked really well so like the birds were so appealing yeah to like seniors because then they could put it up or some of the holiday sets you know they're not the whole ewok village is um you know this will kill star wars fans but we liked it for the trees so they were using oh, yeah. it for the trees and then we used it in other sets that we created a kind of had an inspiration of saying let's pick something New England and we built this beautiful um, scene um, Boston Common has swan boats so we did a bridge and the whole bit and we took the trees from the Ewok village and put them in there and then we gave it to the Boston public friends of the public garden to raffle off as you know as one of their charity things oh so, nice yeah yeah so it was cool you had little ewoks so running get, around <laughs> no no ewoks on that one but we the had berries. but it was just yeah it was just one of those things where they um you know they don't have a lot of room in their apartments to put display so yeah. having a display go into like a local library that's that's what we do so we had the whole christmas scene that they build together and we put it in the local library and had it displayed there or at the mall so trying to get places i think it's important to try to get places where they can display little things that they can keep in their apartment and mm. then big things that can be displayed in the community center or in you know a local area that show that kind of sense of you know give them that sense of pride put a little you know sticker up there that says you know this was built by senior citizens yeah. you know get the word out there you know and that it's it's a good thing now with Lego, it's not the cheapest thing in the world. Um, and you said before that you you saved up to be able to, you know, start the pilot program. But is there like, do the nursing, like do the, the homes and so forth, do they help out in that or do yeah, you fundraise? Yeah sometimes, yeah, sometimes we can do a bit of both, but... Um, Sometimes uh, senior housing has, you know, activity funds so they can get the materials, you know, as yep. part of their activity funds. So we've done it that way. We've also done, you know, we're trying to look into kind of the scouts um, to start. I know this is like horrific to hear from, you know, anybody who's a big Lego fan. But, you know, I hear people who say they have things in their attic and they just toss them. And I'm like, oh, my God, please oh, yeah. 
know, every, every single Lego since 1958 works with every other Lego. Please yep. don't ever throw a Lego brick out. Um, so I wanted to kind of get people that had these old, I haven't gone through it yet, but this is part of this communication piece to get scouts together to say, you know, to start gathering Legos that people are have up in their attics to donate to senior senior centers, you yeah. know, or senior community places so that we can, we can do it that way. And I think the other thing about, you know, I, I was very fortunate in that we have a Lego store nearby. And so I ended up working at the Lego store <laughs> part-time in order to, in order to get a discount so I could give these sets and pieces away. Um, uh, it yep. was important. It was important to me that it wasn't just build and take it home and wash them and then reuse them again, that it was something that, you know, that their sense of pride could be shown, you know, can be displayed. Yeah. So I think that um, the thing that I like about Lego more than um, just about anything is that it is something that lasts forever. Yeah. You know, you know, from a sustainability standpoint, you know, and I have an environmental background from a sustainability standpoint, it should never get thrown out. There should be no. plenty of stuff to kind of go around. So if you're going to spend money on activities or something, you know, a puzzle, you're going to miss a piece and then it's no good. You just wasted. Now, it might have been, let's say, 10 bucks. But, you know, if you buy a Lego set for 10 bucks, if you lose a piece, you can always get a missing piece sent to them. Yeah. And that's kind of, I have this list of, um, list of kind of these obstacles or stereotypes that they said why, you know, seniors couldn't use it. And one was, you know, that, you know, they'll lose the pieces. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like you, whatever set you have, you know, Lego knows what the piece is. You can easily go to missing pieces and get your set. And yep. one of the other things was that they're toys and they wouldn't be interested. And they're not. They were, you know, you know how many adult fans of Lego there are out there, <laughs> you know, tens and tens of thousands. You know, and they're an art. They're an art media. You yeah. can see it in the art of the brick. So you just describe that and show that and, you know, the architecture. Um, you know, the pieces are too small. We've seen, you know, people with everything still be able to do this. I've had people with one arm, you know, work with Legos. You know, it's just amazing to see. And then they think it's, you know, it might be too hard for them. And, you know, if anything isn't, it's not hard. It's step by step, you know, yep. you know, people can figure it out. And if you're patient, you know, with people. And, and I always say, I will be extremely patient with you. I'm asking you to be patient with yourself because everybody knows when you start working on a piece and you, you know, you mess up, you're like, what did I do? Where is it? But <laughs> you take it apart and you can put it back. You know, it's like, oh no, this had to be here. I used the wrong one. I know, yeah. you know, I'm out of this. So, so it's one of those things. It's just, um, you know, it just requires a, a bit of patience at first with yourself and building. But then once you're done, you're or on the way, you're just like, this is this is wonderful. So to me, the the cost of Legos being expensive are 
like anything else that it's because they're built to last. Yeah. So if you buy a set for, for senior housing, they are going to have it. They are going to have it forever. You've just, in my mind, you've wasted money on, on all these bingo. I'm going to say, let's say these bingo prizes that go to everybody, you know, go to one person versus let's, spend some money and buy a Lego set that we can display at Christmas time and have people work together on and do something. And I'm not saying I'm not anti bingo. I'm just saying, yeah, if there's money to spend on activities, this is something that lasts. It's something that builds up and you can also look for fundraising or getting donations from people that have them in their attic and never thought that they could give them to senior housing they give them to libraries like people when they're done when the kids move on they give them to libraries and they give them this but i'm trying to get it to let's go into senior housing and start having those lego collections there my my whole thing is (laughs) i want i'm going to make this poster that says remember when your grandparents bought you legos for christmas or for holidays or whatever yeah and then say it's time to return the favor I like like it. I want I want grandkids to buy their grandparents Legos. Forget the sweaters, forget the slippers, forget this. Buy them Legos. It's time to return the favor. You didn't want sweaters or slippers or whatever it is that you get. Get your grandparents Legos. Well, that's the thing. And I actually said this to my wife the other day. It's like, um, you know, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? And she's like, oh, you know, just get something for the for the house or something. And I'm like, no, 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 no gifts are meant to be fun (laughs) yeah yeah i when i worked when i worked in a lego store like somebody would say you know they would talk about their you know their spouse buying this you know great big 500 dollar lego set which there are very few like let's say the death star or something like this you know there's very but like you know spending hundred dollars hundreds of dollars on legos and i'm like and i just look at them and i'm like it's cheaper than jewelry and it lasts mm-hmm. just as long and you more people can enjoy it so like that was my thing like people don't think about spending you know three hundred dollars on a you know a necklace for somebody for the holidays why not spend it on a lego set like yep. that's that's i personally rather have you know a tree house set than any diamond earrings that anybody could ever give me like i don't want that i would rather have the lego free set but that that's kind of the mentality around people talking about it being expensive you know uh the pilot program i didn't want anybody spending any funds i wanted to do it kind of pure and just say let's try this see how it works get all the data collection you know that we can and, you know, I had the people were like, I know somebody I we can start donating funds to start building up our Lego sets. And I'm like, that'll be great once we get things going next year. But I just wanted that. That was my I, you know, I got enough money through my other work that I do to put aside to make sure that I could just get everybody set and collect the data so that once once the word gets out, you know, I would love for people, you know, to start working with senior housing or, you know, senior things and get, you know, find the Lego sets, you know, little pieces here and there and start, um, start doing it all over the world. 
because I was going to say, because at the moment, because it obviously is pilot, um, it is just New England, but you, yeah, you wanted to yeah. go. Yeah, and it's just because those are the connections I had, and it's easy for me to travel and to ship. But we have done, like, when there was... Um, when there was an event, like we had so many hurricanes and we would, you know, I'd try to find a connection in the, you know, the areas that were devastated to send Lego bricks there. So like we got together with the seniors and sorted some bricks and, you know, sent like 500, you know, Ziploc bags to Puerto Rico and, um, Florida, where the things were, we sent it with Chicago, uh, Chicago, sorry, California wildfires. Yep. Um, I actually tried to find a con, you know, a contact for the Australia wildfire fires. So because when people get into commute, um, it's not community housing, like shelters, you know, yeah. kids are bored to tears and, you know, to have something that's joyful you know, that doesn't get ruined, um, you know, it doesn't in the floods and in all this other stuff, you know, it's something that lasts a while in a shelter and can be shared from different families back and forth. So yeah. that's the other piece of it. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, so I think it can, you know, it can certainly go, um, go worldwide or go nationwide i'm gonna try to once i have all the data pulled together work with you know kind of the counseling council on aging or there's an american association of retired personnel to kind of get the information out there and how to set up a program yeah because i think that's what was missing it's not there's very few people who didn't say wow this is a good idea like you know, most people who heard about it said, that sounds like a great idea. And I had these amazingly creative people that I had met. Um, so Bill Keen, I went to a conference on education and Bill Keen is the uh, artist um, illustrator for Disney for years. He drew the beast and Little Mermaid oh. and he was talking about the creative process and it was just amazing to meet him. And I have this little Lego minifigure that looks like a little old lady and I had him take a picture with it and I started telling him about the idea and he's like, this is a great idea. I said the same thing to Tim Gunn, who's a educator from a fashion standpoint and does this whole project runway piece that, and um, you know, another set that he was like, that's a great idea. I talked to, you know, Jamie at Lego who built, you know, the, um, you know, he's a designer who did the Parisian restaurant and a whole yep. bunch of things. And he's like, that's a good idea. And I'm like, so whenever I get discouraged that like, I'm, you know, I don't have as much time or it's not moving forward as quickly as like, I'm like, okay, there are some brilliant people who are saying this is a good idea, yeah. you know, just keep going. So it is a yeah. brilliant idea. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as long as I have, um, you know, I hope to have it by the end of the year or the beginning of next year, like, um, different pieces and kind of the tips and tricks to get it started at, you know, and can kind of get that published out there, um, you know, either through, you know, different magazines or speaking with different people, you know, just to get the, the guides out there on what to do and how to start a program wherever you are. And um, yeah, because so, I think, I sorry, I, was yeah, say. I just, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, because I was going to yeah. say, because I'm assuming like, you know, 
not everyone, especially in the um, the aged care facilities, would be, you know, have their heads around Lego as well. So, yeah, yeah, and I think um, I, I think because I now, you know, I've been doing this since two thousand twelve. Yeah. So, and then we've been a Lego users group for since two thousand four. So I think w- I said that backwards. So sorry. <laughs> so again. <laughs> so we, you know, we've been having, yeah, yeah, we've been doing this for a long, long time. So when we look at um, when we look at what we learned and the questions that people will ask, I've been through a, all of it. So this is kind of that, not just the data gathering point. It's like taking those years of information. And there's some brilliant, brilliant Lego people. You know, I am not. I am not the builder that some of these, you know, some of the people that I've met at, you know, at, um, you know, some of the Lego conferences and all over the place that these, you know, amazing designers, that is, that is not, that is not my strong point. I am a good designer and builder, but yep. it's not that, but I, I know how to, I know how to take something and make it work and it, with different people. So and what the attitude that you have to have and what are the things that you have to go in. And I had um, met Dan, one of the master builders um, who has since retired and you yep. know his son, Chris is doing it. And I had met Dan at his store opening and you know we were talking and it, he was like, I was trying to get my brother to do it. And I got him this architecture set and, you know, and he just, you know, got frustrated or was doing it. And I was like, yeah, Dan, you get you have to start small. You have yeah. to start small. Like, you know, and it's hard when you're really good at something to, you know, put yourself back to the beginner stage. You know, what does yeah. the symbols mean? So um, so basically I'm putting together either I'm putting together in kind of like three different formats, basically a video, um, you know, a document, and then a um, online training where people can and e-learning where people can kind of learn how to do this. I'm going to take people who work with seniors and how to get Legos, how do they understand Legos to make it work? And then people who work with Legos, how to work with seniors to make it work. So those are kind of the two tracks that I'm working to get, get all the guides for them so that this can take off in all the data. So there's one other piece that you just reminded me of and, um, you know, one of the things we don't even recognize that, you know, different things like the terms that we use, even like a brick or a plate or a this or a two yeah. by four, you know, we just say it like it's nothing. So for somebody else, it's a little different. But even just taking the time to go through the instructions, like what the symbols mean, you know, when they see the two arrows, we forget about that. Yeah. Um, you know, or, you know, so I think those are kind of, um, those are kind of the pieces that um, both sides kind of need to know. Oh, yeah, look, even I, I, because I think I've spoken with this to a few people, but with building sets, because for me, I love building sets, but following the instructions, like I'm probably the only person this happens to, but it stresses me out, especially if it's technique. Um, so I can see with, you know, it's the instructions can be hard sometimes to follow. Yeah, yeah, they can. And, you know, what people don't, some people don't realize, like, you know, 
I know even like in this little one, it was 12 steps, um, you know, and for this set we were using, but it doesn't show each step. Like, you know, it, it shows the next picture, but it doesn't necessarily, you know, it assumes that you know that these are the pieces because it looks different here. So for somebody, a senior, that's different for them to see. So you have to kind of, you know, give an introduction to how to go through the instructions when you're working with seniors to say, okay, this is what this symbol leaves and look at it. Like if it's always on kind of like a, I don't know what the right word is, but like, it's never looking at it square when the instructions it's at an angle, like yeah. a 45 degree angle. And one of the tips that I give the, you know, seniors is keep it at that angle. So when you're comparing the picture to that, it makes it much easier, you know, much, much easier to see, oh, what did, what step did I miss? Or what didn't they say, but you still have to do. Yeah. No, I'm just, yeah. Just every, every time it turns, you turn it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's so funny when you said Technic, um, I, I am not a Technic fan. I am really not a Technic fan. And part of it is when you work at a Lego store, you know, you, sometimes you have to build sets and take sets down for display and taking apart Technic sets are, is like horrific. Like yeah. they're so well built and they, you know, all the things and I'm like, holy moly, I am never, I hope somebody can do Technic building with seniors, but it is not going to be me. I can tell <laughs> you that right now. Um, you know, if there's anybody out there who really likes that, you know, let me know. I'll give you some technic pieces because it is not me. I just, I, 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 that's where I've drawn the line. I'm not going through technic with them. Well, see, I like the idea of technic. Um, but I, as I said, like instructions and me don't go well together. Like I'll build yeah. sets, but I'm more a fan of mocking. But the amount yeah. of times I'll build a technic set and I'll get like, <laughs> three quarters of the way through and then i'm like hang on what have i missed and it's like 10 pages back i forgot to put something in or i just glanced over it and then yeah as you said i have to pull it apart it's and it's horrible it apart. to pull yeah. it's it's it, you know it's so well done when it's together but to pull it apart is just is just horrific <laughs> and um I can tell you one of the things that's really key um, that I bought in bulk was a brick separator for seniors. Like, do not walk in there. If anybody like has all those, you know, brick separators that they have a million when they give them with the big sets, yep. let me know. I will take them off your hands because we, every senior needs a brick separator because, you know, it's just hard to, you know, when you're first doing it, trying to get those pieces off. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. Like. I think, yeah, I think everyone has about a million brick separators. And I'm like, why are there yeah. so many? And it's, yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy to collect them all. So I'll send you the package <laughs> or postage so I can get some brick separators. Cause, uh, you know, it's just when you go into a senior community, you just need that. Like yeah. everybody needs one. So, you know, we might be working on a larger set and different people taking different pieces of it. But, um, you know, just to have the brick separators around is huge. And, um before we go a little bit about you <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know you're a builder yourself um is there any particular themes you like to go for or are you just more like i just love to mark 
Yeah. Um, it's, I am, I'm kind of a, a real boring builder in that I really like to, I like holiday sets. Um, yep. so I love all the winter village and I have just about every single one that, you know, I try to get everyone every year. So I have that. Um, but what I like to do is I kind I like to, um, build mocks that are much more kind of nature oriented. So okay. I'm not really big into, I like to, you know, like build a scene like the, I really had a great time doing the swan boats um, of Boston because it was kind of a park and a bridge and having kind of that trees and the interaction, like different people on the boats and the park benches. So those are the kind of ones that uh, I really like to build. And I've seen like seniors, I'll give them, you know, a base plate and say, you know, here's something. And then they start building a scene on that or, so I tend to kind of like that, you know, mimicking of the natural world into, into my mocks. I'm not necessarily yep. a big, you know, um, you know, some of the ones that I've seen, like, I still cannot get over when I went to um, Quebec and saw the Lord of the Rings, um, the scene with going through the, um, the canoe going through the two towers. Oh, not yep. the, yeah, the two the big statues. Two, yep. uh, st statues. Oh my god, I was blown away. Like, like after seeing that, and you know, the guys who've done that and some things, I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to call myself a builder because, like, to that scale, they're just, you know, they're phenomenal. But like, when somebody looks at my swan boats, you know, that is not a not a you know major builder like that they're like oh that's really impressive i'm like yeah sure <laughs> you know compared it's all in comparison yeah. and i think i think that's one of the things about being a lego builder is you know it's that concept of this is as as you have it titled it's for the love of the brick yeah it really is like it's, you know, it's that concept of, you know, an amateur that this is what you do because, you know, whatever it is, it, it, it connects with you in, in that way. And so for me, you know, I am 59 years old right now. You know, I've been working with Legos since my kids were, you know, my kids were younger. And when I, you know, I was born in 1961, so Lego wasn't really a big thing when I was a kid. But I saw, you know, with having kind of this education in science and environmental background that really this is something that just connects on all levels at all ages yeah. all over the place. And, and for me, it's important to kind of have that opportunity to give back to the community and this is something, uh, you know, kind of a hole that I never, that I, you know, I didn't see that I knew that I could fill yeah. because this is, you know, I have, I have this type of skill. I think we were talking a bit before I have no musical talent. Like this yeah. is just, you know, I know, I, you know, I know how to listen to music and I know how to play the radio, but like, I cannot play an instrument. I just don't have it in me. Yeah. And when I heard that, like, 
these artists like dream music like that concept was so foreign to me yeah but i dream lego like i actually dream about these different mocks that i have and i was like okay you're this is something that's you know something that's in your brain and and whatever it is and it doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody in the world but um i think you know from my perspective and, and who i am you know i am really i'm really pleased that i can bring this kind of love of lego yep. to people who never never even thought they would like it and that's i usually get the temperature gauge at the beginning and they're like i'm said you know i ask them at the beginning so what do you think about this and they're like yeah i don't know and then i ask them at the end like of two hours and they're like i did not think i could do it and i did not think i would love it like this is great when can you come back <laughs> and you know that's happened and i'm not exaggerating it's happened over a thousand times with me hearing yeah. that and you know that's the piece that keeps me going and you know, I know we're slow down now just because of COVID, but when, um, and that's a good time for me to build, you know, build these pieces to help everybody so that when it ends, we'll have, we'll have the data, we'll have the resources, we'll have the tips and tricks and the guides for take it out to whatever community, wherever you are, and just here's how you do it and yep. just try smart, small, see how it goes. Even if it starts with getting your grandparents Legos for Christmas or for whatever holiday or their birthday, yep. work a set with them. You know, it's a great thing to do. It really is. It's about to say, there you go, people get your grandparents sets or donate your sets. <laughs> yeah. And don't, don't do the, like a, a kid thing where it's like, oh yeah, let's get grandma Ewok village. And that's what she wants. Yeah, Cause no. I want to work on Ewok. But but look at, you know, one of the things that I like about the Winter Village is, you know, there's people who have these crazy, you know, ceramic pieces that they put out every year and all that other stuff. And it yep. it takes up so much space. It's this to store. But, you know, I put out my my Lego, you know, Winter Villages. And before they had a Christmas train, I actually took the Long Ranger set and modified it to make it a Christmas yep. train before there even was one. And so like, that's the kind of thing I like to do is almost have that, you know, what I'm doing with other seniors is have a kind of that base to start with and say, what can we, what can we add to this to make this phenomenal scene? You know, that just, just gets people looking at it like this uh, that we have this great guy Ryan McLaughlin that I worked with and he has an art background and so like just the way he positions minifigures and the little things that they do and like yeah I, I could stare at the way you know he puts things together so when I was doing you know the um sorry the swan boat one i had him like start putting like the minifigures on it so just to make it like it's just kind of cool like you know a guy with a coffee cup and you know with a you know high visibility vest talking to a cop you know the classic scenes that you yeah. would see you know around so um so That's a cool. shout out to to some of the people that i've worked with that are just brilliant you know they just have the knack for it too um and well, that's the thing. Minifigures bring it to life. So, 
I, I am a big minifigure fan. That's that's my one huge collection. I have to have my series minifigures. So, um, got a lot yeah, of minifigures. So <laughs> I I have every series of the mystery minifigures. So going back to series one, yeah. Ah. So you know how they have you know the ones that come in the package. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, poly bag ones. You get to you see everyone and you try and feel. I'm terrible at feeling for them, but yeah, I am really good at it. I'm like really like one of the things when you work in a Lego store is you know either you do it or you're not. And somebody used to call me the Lego whisperer, like because I would just do this <laughs> and feel back. Because you know you get a little kid and they were like, I'm really hoping for this, and so you yeah. just feel and say, okay, here you go. I I'm pretty sure this is what you got. So, um, so yeah. So I when I first started working there, um, and I had to stop working at Lego because to run the Lego users group. But yeah. um, but that was one of the things. It's just um, the minifigures give. It's a kind of a, like that sense of joy too, like a little kid just looking at all the different characters and and that. So. Yeah. Um, so that's my collection for my imaginary grandchildren that I don't have yet. You know, it's having that around the house. So, yeah, uh, which hopefully my grandkids will like Legos when they're born or when like yeah. it would help if my kids started dating. But, you know, what can I say? <laughs> They'll get there. <laughs> it's, it's OK. It's OK. Yeah. And um, last but not least, um probably already been told it uh but favorite lego memory i usually ask someone this one could be favorite lego memory could be strongest could be from any time in your life uh, you know um so this is a really strong memory but it's yep. not it's um i was working with this woman um and i hadn't seen her in two years and i came back to do another lego building program and she came up to me and she said to me I still have my Santa on my windowsill that I did and this was just you know this you know five inch little um you know made with different blocks kind of similar like to a brick head just made with you know some larger bricks and the fact that she kept it for two years on her windowsill and that sense of pride and how how that made this little, literally this little old Lego lady, which is what my hashtag is on Instagram, yep. made her so joyful and so proud to say that she still had it two years later oh. is, is one of my favorite things. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Makes it all worthwhile. It really, it really does. How can people find out about you, follow you, um, get in touch, donate? <laughs> <laughs> so donate their um, brick the separators, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> separators, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So my email is unleashbuilders. Yep. So just like it sounds, uh, gmail.com. My Instagram is hashtag little old Lego lady, all one thing. Nice. So, because we have a lot of little old Lego ladies, <laughs> um, and I am one of those. Um, so, little old Lego lady. And then our website is um, unleashcommunity or unleashbuilders.com. 
Yep. And that has, shows a little bit more of our story and background. And you can see some of our builds and see some of the pictures of our seniors. And um, I really hope to get, um, if anybody's looking to help somebody with social media, then you want to do some Lego social media building, you can just get a hold of me because I'm really going to update my website. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, I'm trying to, uh, those are some of the pieces that, that we have. Excellent. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really, it was really a pleasure. It's no, thanks for coming pleasure. on. Like, as I said, like, I really love the initiative, like the program. Um, and yeah, I hope it, you know, takes off and COVID doesn't slow you down too much. Yeah, I, I think it, it's always going forward and that's really what matters. And I think, um, you know, there's, there's a, I don't know what the expression is, but, you know, once you get a little bit of emotion, you know, momentum in, there's no, there's no stopping this. There's going to be more seniors. There's more people. There's more thing. It's, there's no reason for this not to work, yeah. you know, and I've been doing it for 10 years and there's no, no reason why anybody can't do it, you know, to have it go out. So, so we'll keep the word going and we'll keep, uh, keep, uh, Keep on keeping keep on. Things, uh, keep on keeping on. That's <laughs> what we'll do. <laughs> um, good luck and thank you. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. You too. Well, that's it for this week's episode of For the Love of Brick. If you like the podcast, feel free to check out some of the other episodes. If you know of anyone in the Lego world who you would like me to have a chat to, email me at fortheloveofbrick at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Until next time, see you later.